to TLDR Sportscast, your twice-a-week sports bite on your time. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. I'm your host Travis with my co-host Steven. Hey guys. Once again, me and Steven want to thank you for your continued listen to the Sportscast. Remember, we would love for you to subscribe, rate, comment, whatever you do to a podcast. We really would like that. Um, more ratings, get it out there to more people. Um, we know that you can do this on Apple Music, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast nowadays. And as always, we have social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TLDR Sportscast. I think we are using them properly now that I have access to Twitter. Woo-woo. L- Lastly, we would love for you to leave us a voicemail, text, whatever. You can do that at 757 726 7174, and we might even play it on the show. Hey, Travis, you want to talk about some stuff and some things? Yeah, man. Some stuff. Talk about some stuff, but not things, just stuff. Just stuff. So, yeah, we, we could talk about stuff. Uh, okay. So, um, so Boston. In the last, I'd say, probably 10 years, they've been pretty good, right? I said in the last 20, they've been pretty good. 20? Okay. Oh, easily. I kind of wrote ever since Tom Brady rode in the town on his white horse, the NFL has basically just fallen to his knees. Okay, so since you brought up Tom Brady, I guess we'll start about the Patriots first. Um, The Patriots in the last, I don't know about twenty years, but I did ten. In the last ten years, only missed the playoffs twice, which is pretty incredible. I think they had winning records those years too. Yep. And Tom Brady got hurt that year. Yeah, one year was he was hurt. One year, I think they just might have a fluke year, maybe. That doesn't happen very often. Mm-mm. Maybe he was hurt both years, but I don't remember him being hurt both years. Um, yeah, they missed the playoffs one time at nine and seven, and he was in. He was not hurt that year. And then they missed the playoffs at eleven and five. Becoming the first eleven and five team not to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. As a Jaguars fan, I would love to finish eleven and five and not make the playoffs. Yeah, the Patriots that just sounds the wonderful. AFC championship, AFC champions. Despite finishing the regular season with an eleven and five record, the Patriots did not qualify for the playoffs. Becoming, the- yeah, it just sucks. <laughs> oh, it's so terrible to be a Patriots fan. Oh my gosh, we I missed have- two playoffs in twenty years. Oh no. Oh darn. And then other, I mean, other than them, I mean, they've as as we all know, they've won five, six, six. Gosh, I always say yeah. five on this podcast. I think that's he got like one fourth, for his other hand. I think that's like the fourth time I've said five because I don't count this last pot, this last one. <laughs> it was a gimme, Mulligan, boring. Shut up, Trey Wingo. Shut up. Um. So yeah. They've been dominating the AFC East for for some time now. Um, the Red Sox have won. Yeah, they've won four since 2004. So, I mean, that's saying a lot about baseball. Yeah, that's a the lot. The only I mean, team that's, that's even remotely close to that are the Giants. Mm-hmm. And, and they've they won three won in every that same two time years span. For a while there, which was kind of cool. Yeah, they, I mean, other than the Giants, I mean, not even the Yankees can match that. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I actually had that conversation with one of my friends. He was like, because he saw my tweet, and he was like, uh, Boston's not that dominant. They don't even have the most playoff uh, or uh, championships. And I was like, well, 
What have you been they doing for me lately? In the last twenty, yeah, 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 that's what I told him. I was like, in the last twenty years, they Boston has more than anybody. And then, and then you go to the Bruins. You know they've uh, they've won once. Yeah, they've only won. They've only won the one in the last twenty years. Um, but I know that they're probably going to win this one. I mean, there's not much standing in their way, no, no, and they've been no a dominating force. Yeah, they won. Um, and then if, and then if, got if the Celtics, who've won. They won in 08 with the big three, um, yeah. which I felt like that was underaccomplished. I feel like they should have won at least one more. Um, yeah, they but, definitely I mean, hey. with that team, with that with that team that they had. Uh, but anyway, um, so Boston, I mean, Boston's been nothing short of incredible oh, in the last, yeah. you know, 20 years. So whether you uh, are, you're either, you're either eating it up if you're a fan of being town or you hate it. And I think that's what we should talk about tonight. Um, of course, me being a fan of all Boston teams, but the Patriots, which I root for them anyway, when the Titans suck, which is very often. Um, and then I, of course, root for the Celtics, Bruins, and and Red Sox. And uh, as we all know, you only root for the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. So how how do you feel about all this dominance? I'm like I said, I'm eating it up. I'm hyped. Uh, I was really disappointed with to see the Celtics get manhandled by uh, the Bucks. Being a Red Sox fan, it makes it easier um, because you just expect them to win one every three or four years. Uh, but, I mean, as, as a football watcher, as, as someone who watches basketball and now just learning about hockey, it, it's just it, it's not fair. <laughs> for lack of a better term, it just sucks for a town to have such dominant sports. Um, it, just, it just sucks. I mean, plain and simple. Um, there's no, <laughs> you're just going to go with the assumption that, that they are going to be the most dominant team all the time. And they've just, the ownership up there, I have to commend all the ownership up there. They've done a great job recruiting, getting guys in there and being able to play at a top level. That's beyond anything that they can do anywhere else. Um, it doesn't matter. I've, I've noticed there's not a town. I, now this is me. Let me, let me ask you this. Um, we know that Boston's the most dominant town right now, but do you think Boston is the most dominant t- sports town of all time? I think so. I mean, I think the only other town that has been dominant like this is like probably in all sports. I don't think I've I, I don't think I've seen anything like it. But I mean, you got the Packers, who they call title town. You got the Yankees dominating the '90s, and of course they have their '26. I mean, they have a lot of, they have a, the Yankees have a lot throughout the years, but I think a lot of it is because of the Yankees having 26. Yeah. Um, 27. Yeah. 26. I can see that. Um, I mean, think, couple, couple the, towns the giant, I pointed the, out. Yeah, go ahead. A couple towns I pointed out was New York. New York by far. Um, they are one of the most dominated forces in all of sports because they have twice as many teams. Um, and I mean, if the Yankees don't win, they have another shot with the Mets. I mean, yeah, it's laughable, but <laughs> they, they do have that. The Knicks, If the Knicks don't do it, they have the uh, Mets. Um, I'm saying I know New York sports has been down for the last couple of years, and it's pr- right now looking at it with, with Daniel Jones. Um, it's going to stay down, <laughs> I think, for a little while. Um, but I think New York overall – I mean, they the thing have, about Boston is, is it's just happened so quickly. It's happened yeah. in 20 years to be this dominant. And I, if, if before 2000, we go back in our, our way back machine, go back to 2000, 
and look at the landscape, I'd have to say New York is by far the most dominant sports town in the country. But it's New York. It is the mecca of where people go. Um, it's one of the largest markets in the world. Um, other other places I had on my list were Chicago, L.A., and Philly. Um, all very, very good sports towns. Um, L.A. is getting back into NFL games, so that's a little bit tough for me. But Chicago, definitely. I mean, with the 85 Bears, and you've got... Uh, you got Bulls, um, you got the Blackhawks who won, I think, at least two in the last little while, even then. But they haven't been as extremely dominating. Oh, yeah, and you got the Cubs and the White Sox, both of them. Just to agree with you, I think Boston, this 20-year span, as we are here in 2019, if you're listening, um, has been so dominant from the time Tom Brady went in there to, uh, I mean, it's still dominant today. And it's just it's I mean, just ridiculous listen how to this I just I just read this since you're speaking of uh, how how fast things are going I uh, I'm glad I found this I was looking for this the whole time and talking um, a four month old child in Boston has been alive for more hometown championships in the major four sports than a 26 year old native Washington Washingtonian yeah um, that was right after the Super Bowl happened. Yeah, and I have to say, if you're a Boston fan, you you are you've got all the leisures of life. I mean, you don't know what losing is, I mean, and it's, it's funny because Boston days. was good. Boston was pointed as that town that never really won, other than basketball, because they did win with the Celtics, but they never really won, you know. And I mean, think back: how many Super Bowl rings did they have in 2000? A lot yeah. less than they have now. They had zero, Steven. Zero. They had oh, yeah, you're zero. Right. You're right. They've they, won yep. all six of them, the and they're tied for the most years. amount of Super Bowl rings. That alone right there makes you think, okay, Boston is extremely dominant. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. But here's the question I have. Um, do you think Boston being this dominant in sports, and I'm going to ask you because you are a Boston fan, is it good or bad for sports as a whole? It just really depends on what kind of fan you are. And we, we've talked about this a lot in, in a couple of episodes, and it just really depends on if you like looking at it through a historical standpoint where, oh, yeah, you like to see history happen, you like to see dominance, you like to see this and that, or it's the it's the casual fan who likes to see a different guy in there every single year. So it's it's a it's a hard question. I, I think it's good. I think it's good to see people be consistent. I think consistency is a good thing. Um. Whether or not casual fans agree with that, and I could be a little biased because Boston is to be reinstated. Like like the Warriors, I, I hate that they're in it every year, but it's awesome to watch them kick everyone's butt. You look back and you see, okay, the Red Sox have won four World Series. Um, before then, they hadn't won one in 86 years. The Patriots basically went through a, a time when they they went to the 96 Super Bowl against Green Bay and lost, and then they've just been turning out rings like it's going out of style. They've got so many Super Bowl trophies. If Gronk Dents won, nobody even cares because they got five more. Um, I think I think looking at it in a historic way, yes, it is it is beautiful to watch why it's happening. It's kind of like when we watch home run races being demolished. When we where were you when this happened? When this happened in sports? Um, when Michael Jordan got his six? You know when LeBron got his first one? I mean, these are big moments in history. And as a historian of sports, I I I appreciate this stuff. As a fan of other sports markets, I hate it. 
And that's that's what I said. It's kind of like a two-head of flips. What I'm saying is, as a fan of the of sports, I hate it. I think it's terrible. I I don't like it. There's no parody. It's stupid. Why is, does this keep happening? Shut up, Trey Wingo. <laughs> but but as a historian of sports, it is it is gorgeous to watch. To sit there and say, hey, I was alive when Tom Brady won six Super Bowls. I was there when David Ortiz won at least I think he won what three World Series with them. Yep. I was there when when the big three were there. I were I was there when the Bruins won their second one in twenty years. I was there. That as a historic value is definitely huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay okay, so we talked about the sports themselves, but I I had a question. This is my personal question. Okay. Um wh- what do you think about what is the greatest fan base of all time? And does winning make it the best? Make it the best fan base. Uh, see, this is a tough one because I think Boston has the greatest fans. I've actually, we've actually been to Fenway Park. We've yeah, seen yeah, it. yeah. We've seen it firsthand. And you look at some teams, and when they're losing, they're empty. But the 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 Red Sox, their their stadiums always filled up. I mean, I went there at a Valentine year, and they were still packed. And that was a year they sucked. They were awful. Yeah, the Boston fans are very they're um, loyal. They're very loyal. Um, some other places I could think of is Chicago um, before they won the World Series. I would say New York is pretty loyal. Uh, New York, in, they're in extremely baseball. loyal. Think of like true fans. Um, I think of those watching the Bears in the middle of December, yeah, and it's like thirty on. below, with no shirts on that spells B E A R S Bears. You know that that's how I kind of feel. Duh Bears. I don't know why I spelled it out. <laughs> B E A R S. In case anyone didn't know, Bears is spelled B E A R S. Thanks, Steven. I have to say one of the best sports fandoms, and you may disagree with me this, and we have brought this up before on our show, is the city of Cleveland. God bless the city of Cleveland. How can you follow so many bad teams? Oh, my gosh. I agree. They've been through so much. But they always sell the, the Browns games. They're always going to watch the Indians play. I mean, I got to give it to. I have to say that they are probably um, one of the greatest sports towns of all time that have never really won anything. Mm-hmm. I'm really, uh, I'm pulling for the Brownies this year, guys. I hope we have any of you Cleveland fans out there. I'm pulling for you. Um, and to be honest with you, I think winning changes it, though. I mean, if you look at the Red Sox pre 2000, you look at when you look at Boston pre 2000. I think they were like the Cubs. They 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 wanted. I mean, they they were good. They were always at the top, but they hadn't won anything. Boston yeah. was unproved at that point. And they the had city those of Boston, fans who who were faithful. They knew it would happen, but then they just kind of sat. They around. just didn't know when. Yeah. But I mean, and and they were more. I don't want to say happy go lucky, but I feel like it's changed in Boston um, since then. I feel like that Boston expects to win. Yeah, like if they ever fall off now, I wonder if they would lose fans. I wonder, I don't think they would, but it just makes you wonder, like, man, people are so expected. This is the place that ran Tito out of town because he wasn't winning. And that's where I kind of, I I say, okay, wow, that you want to win that bad, that you're going to run your coach out that won you two World Series and brought you back from the brink of death. Mm -hmm. I miss him. (laughs) Winning changes things. Winning makes you different. You know, it doesn't make you um, 
it changes how you think as a fan. Bostonians have this mindset now that, okay, we're going to win, and it's almost it's almost guaranteed, which does bring me to this last question. I'm going to wrap it up with this. Um, what happens when Boston falls off? Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. This can't, this, you cannot have this continue on forever. I don't know. It, it could always keep going. They've, they've figured it out. Boston has figured it out. And, and what's funny is you kind of watch big, bigger market teams kind of try to follow suit with what the Red Sox are doing. I'll, I'll use them as an example. Um, like the Red Sox, you know, they piece together teams. They, they don't always just use what they got. And, uh, you've seen the Yankees try to do it with Giancarlo Stanton last year. You've seen the Dodgers try to do it when they got Manny Machado and they just, they fall short. So I don't know what they're doing differently because other teams have tried it. Um, the only thing that I can say that no other team has tried is what the Patriots are doing. And that's because no quarterback will take a pay cut because they're not smart like Tom Brady, Tom Brady. Yeah, some people need to win, and Tom Brady Tom wants Brady to likes win. winning. I mean, could you imagine um, if Aaron Rodgers didn't get that giant, or Aaron Rodgers or um, Matt Stafford didn't get those giant contracts and actually put good receivers on their teams? Hey, I mean, it's a cap league. The question I have for you, though, I mean, what happens when the well dries up? That's the one I want to ask you. What happens to these fans? Let's say the Red Sox go on a on a like a five, six, seven, eight year span where they don't break five hundred. The Tom Brady retires, and he don't have an heir apparent uh, because he's now in San Francisco. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't believe they did that. The The Celtics get rid of Kyrie and fall to basically nothing. Um, the Bruins completely dominate for one season and falls off the map for 10 years. What happens to Boston if they go 10 years without another championship? Let's just put this in. This is just a hypothetical. I don't think it would matter. I mean, I've seen the fans go through worse. You know, I mean, the Red Sox won a World Series in 07 and then went through the whole chicken and beer thing. And then Valentine came in and threw some dynamite into the middle of our roster. And then they came back and uh, won it again in 13. So I have one last question. Um, and we've talked about this, too. Where if, if Boston falls off the market, is there another dominating sports city that can take their place? Yeah, I mean, who I would you think? Who has I, the most potential to be the next dominating right now, sports town? Yeah, right now, right now, Cle- right Cleveland. Now. You Just really think Browns. Cleveland? Oh, I absolutely. The Browns, the Browns are great. I also think New York because other than the Giants, I think it, instead of the Giants would be the Jets because I, I see the Jets doing well. If if for some reason they get rid of Le'Veon Bell, that that might change because I, I keep hearing rumors about that. But. But the Jets have a lot of potential to be what good. The Mets, they're they're all right. The Yankees, they're on they're, fire. They're, they're on fire, and all of their power is on the IL, which is just crazy. I think I agree with you. I think that I I have a feeling that Boston is going to go downhill um, because we're at the end of this cycle of sports where everything's going to change again, and I mean owners are going to change, the hands are going to change. Players are going to change. I think New York is going to come back to its former glory that it had in the 1990s and 1980s and just be a complete dominating juggernaut, um, especially if you got like the likes of Kevin Durant going to the Knicks, which is also another rumor. Everybody's um, always me. going to the Knicks every year, Travis. And it never I know. Happens. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Stephen, you got anything to add? 
No, I think we're good. So, Stephen, what it. did we learn? What did we learn on the show tonight, man? We learned that as of right now, Boston is awesome. Oh, and they've, yes. they've been awesome for quite some time, and uh, it doesn't appear that they're going anywhere. Because I no. have faith. I have faith if Brady retires and Belichick is still there, it won't even matter. And I can't uh, wait to see that happen. I completely agree with you. Um, uh, but I have a feeling that it could go really bad really quick. So on that bombshell, for TLDR Sportscast, I'm Travis. I'm Steven. We will see you guys on Thursday. That's how that's how that's how my brain works.